Susie, Queen of the Brain Candy Podcast and everything in between. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for introducing me. You're Sarah's just looking like that. a beauty queen, so oh, I figured I'd sing to you like one. You just like me more because I'm wearing overalls. That is so true. I can't even tell you. Like, we really are the same person now. Yep. Yep. I love it. I'm like, yep. They're my favorite. That's when, like, our m- meshing as human became complete. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Siamese situation. Yeah. Anyway, we- oh. episode 321 already. Whoa. Welcome. 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 Oh man, Sarah Good to has be here. really created a high bar for today. I know. I should have. I should have just low barred. <laughs> low barred it and said, "I got nothing. It's not that great." Instead, what she else? claims. She claims. Oh man, she has the best stories in the history of Brain Candy Podcast. Well, okay. See now you <laughs> now you've got to set me up for failure. <laughs> I will say that one of them. I I. I it might be one of the craziest things I've ever read. And oh I just God. can't. I mean, I, I got it as soon as I got through the article. But oh. it's just, it's so crazy. And I can't wait to tell you. Should we lead with that or work up to it? I mean, now I feel like I just got to lead with it. Yeah, you do. Yes. I can't just like <laughs> make you wait. I'm not a monster. <laughs> right. Okay. So this woman in Perth, Scotland... She's a retired nurse. She was 68 years old when she discovered that she can smell Parkinson's disease on people. What? Yes, Suze. And here's the craziest thing. So she's oh, a nurse. Gross. She's a nurse. And she didn't oh my know. God. Okay. So we can file this. The reason why I like made note of this, because remember we were talking about things that you don't know you have? Yes. This is like the craziest one I've ever heard. So- She's working as a retired nurse and, or like she was working as a nurse and she smelled this smell that she describes as like a oily, musky odor. And she just thought some people had it and some people didn't. But then she was working when at the hospital she worked at, she went to a Parkinson support group and every single person smelled like that. Shut up. So then she started talking about it. She was like, hmm. I think this is a thing. So somehow a, a researcher, like or, or, like somebody in medicine, contacts her. And they're like, let's do a study. We're going to study her and see if it's, this is true. So they get <laughs> different participants and people who have Parkinson's and people who don't have Parkinson's, of course. And they get their T-shirts. And she smell tests Oh, them. my God. And Stop. There, was, there was one in the group that she got wrong. She had named it as a healthy person. Okay. Eight months later, <gasps> he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Stop it. But this is not even the craziest part of the story. The craziest part is that she smelt it on her own husband. Oh, told, my God. And 12 years later, he was diagnosed with it. What? 12 years later. Sarah. I, I told you it's it, the most insane thing. I have goosebumps everywhere. <laughs> Then a th- so they were like, oh my gosh, we've got to study her. They found out that she can detect an odor in sebum, which is like also the grossest word ever. And wait, 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 what word yes. are you saying? Sebum, S E B U M. It's essentially like a, mm, I don't know, Chemical. like an oil that your body produces, especially on the upper back and neck, and gross it's something that. Um, 
like becomes overdeveloped if you have Parkinson's. Like you, you overproduce oh. this stuff. And there's something in there that like a biomarker that she's able to smell. So because people studied her, they were able to narrow down what it was, like what chemical it was that, or protein or whatever it is that she's smelling. And now they have a biomarker for early Parkinson's detection. No way. I mean, can you even with this? <laughs> That's crazy. Yes. Did, her name's Joy they, Milne. Did they ask Joy if she maybe can smell other things or do you think this is just her it's only just this that is an excellent question and in two of the articles i read on this because i'm like oh i need a backup article <laughs> to like see if this this is absolutely going in the brain candy newsletter because yeah. i cannot rob you of this story i mean she's a true superhero she has but, a superpower right. so that was it's crazy because i'm i was watching this tv show called oa have you heard about this yeah it's so freaking good. It's so good. <laughs> and they were talking about like human potential and how in, I don't know, some year, like 1970 something, or I can't remember when it was, but the, nobody ever thought that a human could run a mile in under four minutes. It was like, right. nope, no way. There's no chance in all holy heck that the body can do this. <laughs> and then somebody did it. And then right. the next year, nobody, like a bunch of people did it. <clears throat> and then soon, now it's like the college standard. Wow, really? Yes, I couldn't believe it either. It's like all of a sudden the thing that we thought was impossible, then like once it's in our mind that it is possible. So I wonder like, man, if we start thinking that or start discovering all these kind of like human superpowers, like, wait, I could smell something that I wonder I don't wonder know if I if want that it, kind of responsibility. Well, I think it's not necessarily a responsibility, but I think we'll start to discover more of this. I think people will now have their mind open to the idea that they could, that this does exist. Like not even the people who have it, but people who could possibly be researching this. Yeah. And I like the idea of just starting the conversation of, does this happen to you too? So that then you can know if you're unusual in some way. Yes. Because a lot of people just assume that they're normal because that's all they know, of course. Yeah. And it would be helpful if maybe she had mentioned to someone along the way that she smelled something because other people would be like, what? I don't smell anything. Right. Oh, that's so wild. I want to know. I'm disturbed by the fact that 12 years before his diagnosis, she could smell it. Yeah. And I can't remember what order it happened in where like she smelt this on her husband. Then somehow down the line, she discovered that she had this. And I don't know if he... If it, they detected it, but he definitely was diagnosed with it. I mean, obviously. Right, but, right. That is crazy. Yeah. And how could you live with somebody for that long that smelled... Oh, better question. <laughs> Thank you. This is like when you ask, you tell me things and I'm like, well, what about this? I'm like, yes, that is a very good question that I was too distracted by the story to even <laughs> consider. Disgusting. Right. She has to live with that musty oil oh, every damn nasty. day. And if she leaves him, she's a jerk. Yeah, right. <laughs> God. That is awesome. I wish I had a superpower. I know. Well, you probably do. Yeah, we'll have to just ask, keep asking questions till we figure out what ours is. Yeah. Did you get a lot of people t- tweeting at you and stuff about their quirks? No, not really. Really? Just one got- girl who shared an adorable story about how she used to think that 
Knives and forks were boys and spoons were girls, <laughs> and they were both fighting for the attention. And the forks and knives were fighting for the attention of the spoons at all times. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's adorable. That is so funny. Um, I did get some. Let me see if I can find oh, them. Good. Man, you guys send me a lot of stuff. So. We, they definitely uh, send us different things. <laughs> I get Jeff Goldblum. Well, also you get Jeff Goldblum. And I just get propositions. And yeah. <laughs> Um, let me see. In response to your recent episode, these are my quirks. Oh, and then it said, oh, wait, it was a picture of somebody. Hold on. This is a different one. Um, okay, here it is. This is a good one. Yeah. Uh, 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 this is from Maggie and she said she counts every single step she takes and adds up the numbers and she Mm. writes out the sum in a little notebook along, I know, along with the number of steps Every day. I've been doing it since I could count. And to add to the insanity, the sum has to be an even number. It gets truly exhausting. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I was just listening to something about human compulsion and how, like, sometimes our brain, like, has to do something even though we don't want to do it. And it is a very bizarre thing. Yeah. It's like you're two people inside. Yeah. The devil and the like, angel kind want... of thing. Oh my God, yes. And then yeah, she yeah, said yeah, man. she also has an irrational fear of clusters of small items, which is not that unusual. Mm. But she says that the, a perfect example I tell people is the seeds inside of a oh, bell pepper. Oh, don't even talk about it. <laughs> oh wait, no, bell pepper. Okay, no, we're fine. I thought she had the same thing that I have, the honeycomb thing. No, I was like, seeds, I thought you were going to talk about like pomegranate seeds fuck those things oh and <laughs> like the little craters that oh i can't even talk about it I, he says it truly honestly gives me an actual physical reaction yes, and convulsion now right so we now. can stop talking about it i don't <laughs> upset our listener <laughs> triggered well regardless something that doesn't frighten us or upset us is rothy's shoes oh no upset at all they are the best. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see them in almost every picture because they're my everyday shoes. They look so cute. They're comfortable. They're made out of recycled plastic and you'd never know. And you can wash them in the washer. Suze, I've been dying to tell everybody this story and waiting. I'm like, please, can we talk about Rothy's? (laughs) So when I did that event in Hawaii, I yes. went on the, I was, uh, they were like, oh, we're going to come watch an obstacle. You do like people do an obstacle course. Oh, boy. I was thinking this was indoors, but you know, whatevs. I wore my Rothy shoes, <laughs> looked adorable. And turns out it's outside in the mud on like in this like military obstacle course. Who would have thought? And <laughs> right. I, and people keep asking me like, and I'm like, oh, no worries. These things are like made out of plastic. <gasps> They're totally durable. They'll be able to stay in the water. I'm fine. Everybody was like, are your shoes okay? Are you sure you're going to be okay out here? I mean, these guys are in military combat boots. I literally (laughs) climbed a military rope, like rope hanging on a military obstacle course. I keep saying that. uh, In my Rothy shoes. Did she mention it's a military obstacle course? Did I mention? Then I go back to the hotel and I just soak them in the bathtub because I don't have a washing machine. Put them out on the, the, the patio to dry sparkly new that is so fun and you would and then i washed them when i got home they look brand new you would have never known and 
I was like, don't worry, people. They're Rothies. They're fine. <laughs> See, this is what I'm trying to tell you. Need need we say more? Check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothies.com slash brain candy. Go to rothies.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash brain candy to get your new favorite flats, comfort style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothies.com slash brain candy today. Wow, you you really sold those babies. Well, I mean, they sell themselves. What can I say? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, that was a good story. You really did set us up yes. for a good episode. Yes. Did you see last week when I got into a kerfuffle on Instagram with that guy who made a joke about my boobs? No. Okay. Dang. You know, you, you spend a couple days studying and yeah. you just miss everything. Okay, so I posted a picture on Instagram of me with my son Lincoln, and I'm wearing a white V-neck that's form-fitting, and um, somebody wrote... Let me see if I can find it, because then it turned into a whole scene. Oh, I love a scene. Okay, so he wrote... When I'm not involved, let me... (laughs) All right. He wrote, what you gonna do with all dem breast, all dem breast inside that shirt? Now, Mm. keep in mind... This is a picture of me with my six-year-old. Um, mm-hmm. So I just wrote, really? And I mean, then, I would have come back with a, I'm going to make, 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 make you hurt. Make you hurt, hurt, make you hurt. Because that's the line he was using. You really would? Well, I mean, I don't know. Probably not. I want to know. I want to know if like you think that's a fine thing to write under that picture. Oh, what he wrote? Yeah. Oh, fuck no. Oh, <laughs> No, I'm saying what you should have responded. Like yeah, the but other I think line that would have made him think it was okay. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, okay. So fair, fair, fair. then somebody else wrote something to the effect of, um, you know, why do women wear tight shirts if they don't want people to comment on their boobs? And I just told that guy to fuck off. But yeah. the first guy- But you can his, go like, let's not let go of that one. Let's okay. break that one down. Yeah. You can pick- et- if we lived in like Puritan whatever times and I wore <laughs> shorts and I wore pants, yeah, they would be like, oh, how can you even be doing that? So it's all a matter of perspective. It's all a matter of like, you know, what social so, norms. Social, yeah. yes. It's all a mm-hmm. social construct. So, yeah. okay, buddy, fuck off. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy got blocked and I told him to fuck off. But the first guy, I didn't think his comment was hurtful. It was just in bad taste. Yeah. And so that's why I just said, really? But then he doubled down and it became like a whole thing. He okay. he said, tell it's a Fergie happened. lyric and a joke. Relax. Oh, don't tell me to relax. <laughs> So I said, nothing makes me relax more than a man condescendingly demanding me to relax. DM me and we'll schedule an interview on our show. Oh, yeah. Threaten with the interview. So, okay. This guy then agrees to come on our show and then messages me his um, contact details. Mm -hmm. But then I think he started to like panic. Yes. (laughs) And he's like... Saying, like, don't go too hard. And he he writes me this long thing. And, and this is a, not surprisingly, a white, straight man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Real we twist in the story. We wouldn't be having this. Yeah. Okay. So he goes, I am known for being funny. I am not known on a celebrity level. No shit. 
by any means. I but I'm the funny one in my life. Oh, I'm that a means 42 he's definitely not funny. <laughs> I, <laughs> First off. I'm a 42-year-old heterosexual man, lower middle class, blah blah blah. I don't know why he's telling me all that. Yeah. And then he said, "Thank you what for the 2019 <laughs> census I just collected." <laughs> He says, what I'm trying to say is sometimes when you're the funny one, you say stupid stuff. So now he's a mansplaining to me how this joke Mm -hmm. came to be and why it's Mm. not a problem. (laughs) Uh, Blah, blah, blah. He goes on and on. (gasps) Then it's all set up. We have a time and everything. And then he starts saying he wants an itinerary of what we're going to be talking about. Oh, an itinerary. So he can prep his jokes. And then... (laughs) I think that may have even been better. Then he starts producing the show. He says, I was thinking we could first get the comment in poor taste on your IG post out of the way, so to speak. I'll discuss, you know, male commenting on the internet. And then I was hoping to talk about the challenge. Current, past, favorites. You're both vets. Blah, blah, blah. Then, P.S., I'm an experienced musician and could, if requested, perform live for the podcast. I have a band. Are we sure he's of sound mind? (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) And then he said, I'd have to let him know if I want him to perform, though, because he would be reluctant Mm. to perform without at least some backup. Without some backup? Sarah. What is happening? I... (laughs) Sarah, I don't know. What universe? Is this where the world all white men live in? Yes. Holy shit. That is just, is brazen the word I'm thinking of? Yes. Oh my God. Like you're coming on the show so we can basically make a fool out of you. We're going to talk about the challenge and then I'm going to have a chance to perform some of my own (laughs) lyrical stylings with a little melody in the background. My original composition. Yes. Oh my (laughs) God. Get out of here, buddy. 42? (sighs) Single? Yup. Right. Probably. Okay, so here's the thing. Part of me is furious because this is the symbolic of representative of what's going on in a larger way. However, part of me just feels pity. Yeah, I do kind of feel pity that we should feel sad. I mean, how could you be that that. delusional? Yeah, you know, I just what I could accomplish with that confidence. Oh my god. This is the really fucked up part, God, Mm -hmm. that the people who should be confident are not, and the Mm -hmm. people who shouldn't are. A hundred percent. What the heck is that about? It's so depressing. I mean... it's Maybe it's kind of like the thing we talked about where you, the more you know, the more you realize how little you know. Oh, Yeah. And maybe and so just like straight up yeah. life experience and stuff that you've had to endure or, you know, just like that whole, you know, for anybody who's not a white man, like, and then you know, and even some white women, you got to work twice as hard to get half as far, you know? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't even have to work at all. At all. Oh God. I, it's, it's so super gross. depressing. It is so gross. Um, Cause like what, in, in the, in, I, you know, I, I'm like 
in the therapy state of mind because I just did my like final presentation in class. And one of the things that is so important about the theory that I, I study and the theory that I use is you have to have the self and the self of others match. So who you believe you are with who yeah. everybody else believes you are. When those things line up, like if you're hiding something, that's usually how I've always thought about it. Of It's like, oh, I, f- I don't want somebody to know about all this part of me or I don't feel like I'm enough or you know, I don't think I could do it, but everybody else says, yes, you can, yes, you can, kind of thing. Like it's a lot of times I deal with the self-doubt side. In fact, right. I have never dealt right. with the you know, grandiosity side of it. it like is I didn't even, shocking. I'm going to think about this in a different way now because that goes both ways. Right. But we're Sometimes not used the, to yes. even thinking in those terms because every right. day is such a battle. We always think, oh my gosh, you know, I oh God, yeah, I always have thought about it as, you know, I don't think I'm good enough. But then the rest of the world, you know, looks at that person and they see, yes, you're amazing. You're wonderful. You can do it. And, like, that's what I try to make match of, like, no, the rest of the world sees you as so capable. I see you as so capable because usually it's the low self-worth and, and like, self-esteem that I deal with. And this is, like, literally the exact opposite. I know. And I we didn't forget. Even know but This is not my reminder. book. <laughs> right. We forgot about these clowns. I'd be like, sorry, working with you is out of my... Uh, uh, scope of uh competency expertise so sorry i'm gonna have to transfer you i'm not familiar with whatever this is (laughs) this psychosis yeah god so how did it end tell us everything okay um basically we're scheduled to call him uh and do this interview because i didn't respond to those oh yeah good i'm just going to just start the interview and then be like and also why are you a total idiot thinking you could produce my show and tell me what we're going to talk about and on i think instagram comment he had written okay but you guys can be mean but not too mean oh now he's monitoring our language right he's monitoring our language yeah oh okay okay right here's what you can say oh here's what you can do buddy Mm mm-hmm Shove well, one, it up your ass. One, one thing we could all do is get a bra that fits properly mm. because Third Love has a Fit Finder quiz that lets you just answer some questions, figure out what the devil you should be wearing. Because yeah, you're, you're definitely wearing, wearing the wrong size. You probably are. Definitely. And they just let you do it online so you don't have to go in for one of those weird, awkward fittings where they like don't even know what they're doing. Um, and you can get the perfect fit. They have... 70 plus sizes, including their signature half cups. I love third love bra. I'll never wear anything else. And I'm super picky. I don't want to be uncomfortable. These boobies deserve to be supported and comfortable all damn day. Yes. Just cradled in the finest. Yes. And they have lightweight, super thin memory foam cups. So they're very comfortable. And Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off their first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash brain now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash brain for 15% off today. Or get some loungewear or a robe or whatever the heck. Oh, yeah, whatever. Just treat yourself. Whatever. But anyway, that's... So... Man. I don't know. We're going to have to dive into that call and like give, I think for me, it's about educating him, like yeah. how to be, you know, a better person. <laughs> oh yeah. But like, 
Okay, I guess I'm not too tired of that yet. Soon I'm going to get tired of that. I mean, the other guy. It feels like it's always like I. I mean, this is that. This is exactly why you know. um, I feel like it's so important to say like it's not anybody like a person of color's job to teach us how to be totally diverse, like aware of diversity issues. Like, yeah, go out and learn on your own, and then be like, am I you know kind of like am I doing this right sort of thing? But this is like I I understand. This is like what that Mm is. Well, maybe we could inspire him to do the work. Okay. At least. There. Yes. There Something. you go. I'm just like, now I got to f- teach you fucking A. Sarah, I need to hear how your final presentation was. Oh, Suze, thanks so much for asking. It was fantastic, and I only cried once. <laughs> but they were tears of joy. Were you like crying happiness. at the end? or No, in the middle. Because <gasps> that's no. what I do. Because the, well, So as we go through. <laughs> I do. As we go through, like I was so ta- I'm so attached to this information. So it's a case presentation on a client we have, and then it's woven into our theory of change, so our theoretical orientation. So we're talking about how change happens, what the stance of the therapist is, what the um, you know foundations of the model are, and mine's all about just seeing and recognizing the human spirit and that within everybody is the power to be what you want to be, to do what you want to do, to overcome whatever, you you know, is kind of thrown your way. And the problem is not the problem. It's how we react to the problem. And it's our response to the problem that we are fully in control of. And I just was like talking about how much I believe that 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 power exists inside all of us. And I've seen so many people overcome so many things and just resilience and i just cried just here like Aww. like i just think the human spirit is so beautiful and blah, blah, blah. so wow and I, yeah and i was like what everybody has that thing if, if you love making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches then gosh darn it let's make you the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich maker ever and let's nurture that love so and like everybody just has to find whatever that thing is and it really is in all of us huh I can. I did not expect someone to complete a master's program in your field and come out with a stronger sense of the human spirit. Right. Oh no, but I really do. Th- I do believe that. So it was. Wow. It was really great. And you know, I kind of like made it my own. Like the uh, the model I use is called the Satir growth model and it's based on this wonderful woman who's like the most badass female in therapy she was like the only woman just hold it down with all these guys and Mm -hmm. one of the only women uh and her name is virginia satir and she used a lot of metaphors and she used a lot of like visual and like physical models of stuff and so she had this self-esteem toolkit where she had all these um like metaphors but actual objects for them like a a wisdom jar that you know had the deepest understandings of like your potential inside of it and uh you know a compass that helps guide your way and you would like hold it and things like that and so i made my own little self-esteem toolkit with like this vintage uh train case like little trunk that my aunt like just last week she's cleaning out her house and she's like hey I'm going to get, like, I want to give this to you. And it's probably from, like, 1950-something with her initials on it. It's so beautiful, and it was the perfect size. And I just felt like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, the people who supported me, like, Mm. giving me this item that I'm going to use in there. And I used, like, things like the compass that I used for my, like, put in my toolbox 
was mm-hmm. the compass that we used to find the location of the buried shovel or whatever it was on the challenge in Namibia, Africa. Wow. So I have like things from like my travels along the way. And so it's just fun. I felt like I made it my own. Long story short, nailed it. Oh, congratulations. Thanks, Suze. My I'm really gosh. Excited. Yeah. What an accomplishment. I'm super excited. To anybody that's ever made a goal for yourself, whether it's big or small, and then you reach it, what a feeling, huh? Oh, yeah. But, Suze, did you have anxiety towards coming up to the end, or were you just like, I'm ready, I'm done? Did you have this feeling of, like, what next? What was it like for you to finish? I did not have anxiety. I was really ready to be done, but I can understand how that would happen, where you might feel like, because it's so, uh, you're so enveloped in it for so long and it's your identity. Yeah. And that it's, I always say it's like Narnia because yeah. you're in this world all alone and the whole, the rest of the world keeps on ticking and you've been in, you know, stagnation. Yeah. So now I can understand why you would be like, now what? Who am I now? Yeah, totally. And then did you ever, were you, did you just, go straight through or did you ever take a break in your schooling you took a no little, no break you, no break no, okay no break okay see all. that was the part that I was thinking like is it hard to go from being in that world where really your identity as a student to now something else and how did you even manage that transition I think so because I think that you know when you're in grad school and you I don't know if this is true for you but I think it's common to feel like worthless kind of because you yeah. realized how little you know and how <laughs> yep. you know much there is to accomplish and then when you're done you're expected to now be an expert. Yeah. So that's a weird thing where you go from a total loser to then people thinking you're an authority. Oof. And that's a weird shift. Yeah, well I haven't experienced that yet. That's going to be weird. <clears throat> cuz oh so cuz you still feel like you're in it for now and then when you get out maybe yeah. you feel that. Yeah. Yeah. When I start you know, with my first client when I'm not. Oh, do you have imposter syndrome? Oh, maybe a little. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I mean, it is because yeah. it's like the opposite of white males. <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is it. I'm like, I, what if I can't? Oh, that guy nice. that wrote to me, he thinks he's an expert. And he I mean, even... meanwhile, I've like been in front of face-to-face sessions over like 500 hours already. Yeah, so come on. I know. You're good. Don't worry. I'm good. <laughs> You're fine. I'm fine. But yeah. I can understand that feeling. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Anytime you finish a chapter of your life, I think there's this, a little bit of fear there. Yeah, it's like, what next? And then, oh, this one was kind of like a, I'm like, uh, excuse me? Uh, so now that I'm coming up towards graduation, I'm starting to get a lot of emails with, uh, like a job availability from, you know, my program where they're like, this is available. This is available. I mean, I can't even with this, (laughs) there's like, I won't even say what it's for, but the average jobs that come around for us at this stage right now, they, the job post says requirements master's degree in either clinical social or like social work clinical therapy you know that's it really yeah you know, must be must have over a year of experience with supervised da 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 mm-hmm. you know what the pay is what 
$16 an hour. <gasps> I was up. like, Shut are you up. kidding me? Shut are you? I, I couldn't. I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. And by the way, I'm That's just going to say, there's nothing wrong with making $16 right. an hour. What's shocking to me is how much they require of you. In That's order what to I'm make. saying. Yeah. That, but the, do you understand that what you're you're asking oh is of somebody who just stepped out of a master's program, which means they absolutely have debt, like that they have to yeah. start paying right this second, and you think $16 an hour is going to take care of the $500 a month that I'm already sending out the door just for, just to pay for the school that you're demanding I have for this job? Do you think that it's because you are in a female-dominated field? I don't know, but I made more when I worked at a beauty supply <laughs> store. I'm not kidding. Beauty that supply with no requirements besides, will you not steal from us? <laughs> Can you count? Money? Sarah, that is Great. really tragic. I mean, and like I said, or you said, there is nothing wrong with those. I had those jobs. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would think after freaking six plus, no, seven years between yeah. undergrad and this master's program that maybe my hourly worth would, based on the information that you're asking me to, you know, or what the role or job you're asking me to provide, yeah. would, like, increase a bit. Right, that it's seems like, what? Well, insane. That's, so basically I paid all that money so that I can just be doing what I want to do but not m- making any money for it. Right, like a passion project. Yes. I'm like, I'm hoping that this is an anomaly, but... Uh, <laughs> Excuse me? Well, if you, anybody that has debt will relate to that story. And if you do have debt, then you should give Lightstream a try because they really help people with credit card bills that keep keep you up at night and those interest rates in the double digits. And Lightstream lets you be smart and pay off your credit card balances with a credit card consolidation loan. They have a super easy application online and you can apply and get a loan from five to $100,000 and there are no fees. And they sometimes will put it into your bank as soon as the day you apply. So that's super fast. And if you want to save even more, our listeners get an additional interest rate discount from that 5.95% APR with AutoPay. But the only way to get the discount is to go to lightstream.com slash brain candy, dot com slash brain candy. Subject to credit approval, rate includes a 0.50 auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash brain candy for more information. Oh, that is a bummer, man. Yeah, so that, that did kind of... Uh, Does it take the wind out of your sails? A little bit. Really? Well, it... I mean, it's hard just, not to be offended. I was, that was it. I was offended. Yeah. I was just mm-hmm. like, well, I don't, cause I want to put a, a bigger, I mean, at least 25 <laughs> for goodness sakes. That's basically <laughs> say, like, I'm trying to think of what else would cost me, you know, about yeah. $16. For yeah. what I can get with that, like, like a movie ticket. Yeah, so that's what I thought of first. Like, that's sick. so like I'm not even worth like a, I can't even get a pedicure with that. Is it one that of those probably things takes that was... 45 minutes? So, come on. if you got if you took that job though, would it be one of those things where you'd move up quickly or? Nope. 
Okay. I'll that just hurts. say it's a, for a position as a, at a school, as a school psychiatrist. And you would oh, think maybe we no. should pay those people a lot of money because. And you want to know what? Something crazy. My friend Jesse, she is, she it, it works in LA County, and she was part of the teacher strike and told me a whole bunch of stuff about it. And I said, so what kind of stuff were you fighting for? And she was like, um, well. We lowered the ratio of student to therapists from 1 to 900 to mm-hmm. 1 to 500. Whoa. So this one, an average school therapist is responsible for 500 <clears throat> students and teaching, you know, like school faculty. 500. Wow. That at $16 really an hour. That is shocking. Really shocking. Like that kind of, that thing, that's like, whoosh. Wow, our priorities are in the wrong place because mm-hmm. that seems like a really important thing. School psychiatrist. <laughs> or, I was or just psych- talking a, a, about a therapist, that. excuse me. I was talking about, you know, <sighs> my um, research with criminals. Yeah. And some people will say, well, you shouldn't glorify them or give them any attention. But for me, it's about prevention. And mm, what mm-hmm. we can learn from their own their lives and why they went down the wrong path. And for me, one of the biggest things is about early intervention in schools because they're usually yes. the first to see the red flags. Yes. And wouldn't and it be so, nice if the person was, you know, well trained and knew how to recognize those well red flags. I yeah, mean, and we can intervene yeah. and hopefully prevent some sort of violence or uh, incarceration or whatever and it's a shame that that's where we cut corners. I just looked at three other postings, and they're all for at school at schools: sixteen dollars, seventeen dollars, and seventeen dollars an hour. That's really, really disturbing to me. I, right? That does take that. Yeah, that makes me feel like it makes me feel sad for a lot of things. Yeah. Wow. Well, my goodness. I mean, you guys do the Lord's work. What can I yeah. say? Landon Maybe was like, I'll make the, the money, life. you make the karma. <laughs> That's what he always says. He's like, don't worry, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just, you know, do the soul-sucking work and you refill the tank. Yeah. With I mean, the, there is something you know, to that, but it's depressing. Totally depressing. And I don't like it because this is the, th- I mean, I just, because I'm in this field, obviously, but I just value mental health. And and mm. the role that a therapist can play in somebody's life, like I don't know, so much. Yeah. And to be like, oh, you're bra- you're you know, here you go. Yeah. Don't bucks. get any ideas about don't compensation. Spend it all in one place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Like, well, okay. regardless, I know all the brainiacs are very proud of you. Oh, and you guys were so supportive. That must feel really good. Yes, it was so sweet. And, oh, my gosh, my friend from school sent me the funniest thing. She said, um, oh, I have to pull it up. It's real funny. She said, um, she just, like, took a screenshot of this post, and it says, in academia, we don't say I love you. We say, I found an article that made me think of you, and I think that's beautiful. <laughs> I was like, it's totally true. That's exactly how I say I love you. Like, I mean, we- I, I, was, I got this intervention for you. <laughs> Right? We are constantly sending each other articles, too. If we didn't have this show, just be that's all we would communicate via text. And I was up real late last night because I went on, like, like sucked down a wormhole of these videos. And, and, you know, I was watching Vsauce, you know, that that channel on YouTube. Are you familiar with that? I don't think I am. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, the explanation of everything, and it makes your brain melt because it's, like, 
so much crazy information, like brain oh melting. Like, but I love it all. Um, uh, but what was I talking about? Now that my brain is melting, about staying up really late. Oh yes, and the only reason I didn't flood your inbox is that it was like two thirty in the morning, maybe three, <laughs> maybe three thirty. What did you learn? Oh my gosh, where do I even start? What? Um, so one of the things that's really interesting that I, I thought you would really like, and I have to go through the video again because they go so fast that I like, I have to take note, I would have to take notes and then like research it afterwards to really be able to speak on it, um, you know, in a articulate way. But you know how we always talk about why people are like, have this like morbid curiosity? Yes. He said there's a whole bunch of different reasons for that. And the easiest way to remember it is because we all scream, which is an act like a, a acronym, S-C-R-E-A-M, for uh, it's because it helps us feel strong, uh, catharsis. Uh, it tests our reality, our exploration, acceptance, and meaning. What? And you break down all of those and he gives like the scientific, like the studies behind each of those of why, uh, why, like why we're attracted to this. It gives life a sense of meaning because when we see somebody else's mortality, it reminds us that, you know, there is an end, there is an end and it gives life a sense of meaning. Um, there's acceptance because when it's all, he compared it almost to like a joke, how a joke is essentially unspoken, uh, understanding that both of you know the same information. Right, okay. Like, so Connection. a joke's only funny if both mm-hmm. people understand why it's funny. They have the mm-hmm. same not like knowledge base. So that un- like somebody else, like morbid curiosity is okay because kind of we're all like that. Mm-hmm. And it makes us feel like accepted of like, oh, everybody else likes this. And then we almost like test it like with other people. And it's an exploration of like seeking and how humans have this natural and all animals have this, this drive in us to be curious and to seek out things. And it gives us dopamine when we do that. So we become really like, I mean, not really addicted, but like our brain loves like going out and being curious and, and seeking new things. And this is a form of that. And hmm. then it's like a cathartic release because uh, if you look at all the movies, like some of the top ranking movies and like their on screen, like death tolls, the popular movies have really high ones of those. And they say that it's, it's like letting out a little bit of air in the balloon so that it doesn't all explode. Like it gives us a little bit of a cathartic release when we're like, oh. <gasps> terrified and then like oh or whatever it is when we have that sense of fear it like it satisfies that that emotion for us and and it like releases uh, some feelings for us so they don't build up interesting yes and it's like a strength of character thing it like tests like once we see so there's a study done where um this really fucked up scientist in like the early 1900s like scared the crap out of people and then afterwards tested like a bunch of stuff and like their their like strengths and resilience afterwards and it turns out people thought they were stronger and like were stronger after they had been terrified oh my god really yeah because it's like in your it's somewhere deep in your like i don't know psyche or subconscious it says to you that well, I survived that. I looked at that, and I'm still alive. I'm still good. I'm still here. 
And so it gives us this sense of like strength of like, oh, I could accomplish, I could accomplish right. whatever. Right, 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 right. Yes. Oh my God. And like I yeah. said, I could go into more detail if I, I I'm giving you like no, the none of the juice to this. This is definitely Cliff's notes on this, but. It's It's really interesting. And I know I've talked to a lot of people about like the true crime fascination and even people that really love true crime, there's part of them that's sort of like, but why do I love it? Yeah. (laughs) They're kind of creeped out by their own interest in it. So that's a helpful explanation for it. Then the whole video does talk about that. I can even post that link in the... uh in the uh yeah why are you holding back man well i told you i was gonna send them all to you last night (laughs) for goodness sakes but it's 2 a.m don't yell at me sarah i won't um i'm glad i remembered something (laughs) if you're gonna remember something you ought to remember noom because noom is a great program that helps people reach their goals get healthier habits if you want to lose weight they'll help you with that oh i've heard all about this i've heard it's great I know. People are loving it. I keep getting messages saying they tried it and they really um, agree with me that it's helpful for reminders about self-care, which has become like this gross word that people overuse, but it's actually a thing we should be paying attention to. Um, And just health and weight loss and well-being. And it just helps you keep your life together, which is something we all need. It's like a little life coach in your pocket. And Noom is an app you can download and check out their program. They'll give you um, you can take a quick quiz and find out their tips for how to implement their strategies and it'll give you reminders and a community that will help you as well and encourage you. And I feel like a lot of us are missing communities because we're all sort of isolated more now. Abs so, or on the go. Yeah. How can you be in a community if you're never in one place for more than an hour? Right. I mean, and or I like busy. Yeah, it's something that's really missing from our lives. So this could be something that really helps you with that. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big yes, progress. Yes. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-M, sorry, that's N-O-O-M dot com slash brain candy. Um, again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash brain candy. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom dot com slash brain candy to start your trial today. Noom dot com slash brain candy, the last weight loss program you'll need. Yeah, man. Uh, okay. I love a good sense of community. Me too. I'm yeah. like seeking it out now. It's good for the yeah. soul. It's so important. Yeah. I told a you that the, the, long, the health at 80 is best determined by your social network at 50. No way. Yes. Oh my gosh. See, this is one of those things I've definitely talked about on here and then you forgot. So I get to talk about it again and you're just as excited. I definitely didn't remember the age part. I remember, oh, or maybe you know, I've just, just talked general... about this with enough clients that now it feels like <laughs> I've said it on here. It's one of I'm those. I'm kind of like one of your clients. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm getting paid the same. <laughs> it's zero. Right. I'll give you sixteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, At least funny. for that, I'm good. So, um, um, yeah. But that was the so. Uh, there were a lot of studies done on. I I found this out in my life cycles and aging class, and so they look at like what help. What can we look at uh, that will help determine or, or that points to like, or what is it basically? What What is mm-hmm. the one thing? If we could like point to one thing. It's for like, wellness. Yes. Yeah. That is the biggest predictor. I find, maybe you can say whether you agree with this theory or not. I was noticing that the shows on TV that I enjoy watching for escape, for example, Cheers, Friends, mm-hmm. um, oh, Golden Girls. Oh my gosh, good point. Those are all shows that aren't about 
you know, biological families, but they're about families that are made up of friends. Yes. And I think that maybe it's everyone is drawn to that, but I think people that don't have a strong family life are even maybe more drawn to those. Absolutely. I totally agree with this. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And the sad thing is when we think that we're getting the same satisfaction of watching them as we would participating mm-hmm. in that friend group. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the virtual hug versus the real hug mm-hmm. that I still stand by my position on. <laughs> right. Well, I don't. I definitely don't think it could be an adequate substitute for a real community, but I do think that if you have nothing else, it can be soothing yeah. Yeah. and helpful. Um, and, and you I've know had what? Times so like that. say that you that's your fa- like. How can you use that to then create some sort of connection, you know? Yeah. So maybe talk to somebody about how much you love friends, and then you guys Mm -hmm. can be friends' friends. And then strengthen your own social network. Because I'll ask people all the time, like, what is... When when people are, like, isolating themselves or want to just, you know, kind of, you know... Yeah. Do that. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm there... I, I'm right there with them all the time. Yeah. Um, I say, like, what's your happiest moment? What moment, like, do you remember bringing you the most joy? Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever said anything where they're alone. Really? I've never, ever had that <laughs> response. Not once. Not once. I'm, I'm, like, hand to God. And I've probably asked this question over 100 times. Okay. Do you think that that is because we are primed to only think of the, you know, certain types of things as the happiest? Or do you think it's just the truth? I think it's the truth. Really? I I know it is. Because I would have thought some introverts genuinely would have felt blissful in moments of alone time. You can feel blissful, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you can't tickle yourself. (laughs) I feel like that. It's you like the you best can't metaphors. You can't. Yeah, see, I did. I started with my metaphors, like why <laughs> metaphors are important, and there you go. So I really so think that there are certain, or like you can scratch your own arm, even like rub your own arm, and yes, it does feel good to do that in like a, a nurturing way. But how good does it feel when somebody else does that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a. A, an undeniable power to human connection. And it, the simplest way to understand it is what happens when we don't have it. Mm-hmm. That those babies who, like, were born in the... the oh, where was it? I mean, probably happened all over the place, but basically, like, put in isolation and didn't have any, like, human contact when they're, you know, like, orphanages way back when, will mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. And not just, like, you can give them their basic needs. It's the monkey. It's the totally the monkey, the wire monkey, um, uh, Harlow study. Yeah. Uh, and the, the monkey will choose the cloth, uh, uh, wire, you know, wire monkey wrapped in cloth over the wire monkey with no cloth and food. Right. Until he is so, like, he, until he can't survive. <clears throat> Right. Because that is a biological need for closeness, for comfort, for connection. Dang. Yeah. You've really been proselytizing human touch lately. Oh, yeah, it is important. 
It is. I think about. I was thinking about that last night when I was snuggling Lincoln. I'm like, this counts as one of my hugs that Sarah Yay! says I need. <laughs> that's right. Four, eight, twelve. That's what we need. Four for survival. Eight. For I started counting. I was like, did I get twelve? Oh, that's so cute. No, oh, it's helpful. And you know, it's great. All the girls at my at my clinic do it to me too. They like give me a hug and they'll be like. What's the number for the day? Does that get that adds to the list? Do you actually track it? <laughs> no, I don't at all. Okay, but okay. everybody <laughs> just knows that I like eat, sleep, and breathe this theory. And so <laughs> Wait, they're always like, Do you hug can we you? count hugs with pets? Oh, I think so. Okay. I, I think, think so too. They they can't be a replacement because yeah. there's something about getting that feedback. Yeah. And, you know, but they're so wonderful and you know we know this because when you pet a dog it releases releases oxytocin in your brain your brain is is like yeah give me that when we hug somebody Mm -hmm. so don't take my word for it just look at what's happening in your brain yeah all right all right all right science Um, people do you by the way people sarah knows this but i should tell you guys that um because lincoln has had really good behavior for a consistent period of time. He earned himself a cat. <gasps> Yay! So we're getting a cat, and we've already decided what we're going to name the cat, even though we don't have it yet. I love that. Can we're you tell us? We're naming it, yeah, uh, Mr. Meowgi. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the best cat name. <laughs> Lincoln goes, it's a karate cat. Oh my god, who said that? Lincoln or you? Lincoln. Lincoln. Stop it. He's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> His puns are so yeah, good. Yeah, he's getting really good at puns. And my favorite part is your <laughs> I hate distaste puns. for puns. <laughs> And how he has latched on to this as his I favorite know. form of humor. You could have gotten the <laughs> knock knock jokes. So consider <laughs> yourself true. lucky. Yeah, right. But Mr. Miyagi, that's a pun Mr. that I can get Miyagi, behind. That is genius. Thanks. That was Adam's idea. Oh. So I'll introduce him on social whenever he's actually living in our house. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Me too. That's why I asked about pets because I feel like maybe snuggling them oh, will be good for us to over it, here. Like too. so good. Oh my God, okay. get ready. You're going to just have a love fest at your house. So <laughs> maybe what if I become a whole new person day. and I'm like Probably not will. cynical, just like yeah. super happy, optimistic? Yes. Yes. It's possible. Or you just become like a cat and or it just double down. Oh, my God, right? It could go either way. And then start pushing things off the edge of tables. It's <laughs> staring at people whilst I do it. I saw this hilarious like thing, meme or something that was like, you know how we know the earth's not flat? Because if it were, cats would be pushing everything <laughs> off the edge. That's hilarious. I thought so, too. I was like, they do do that. You know, I know we already talked about that flat earth society, but... I think it bears repeating, like, do you know any more about what is driving this weird movement? Bad science. And, like, but, people who latch on to... It, it's so dumb. What could possibly be the motivation for people to adopt this bizarre philosophy? They cannot really believe it. I, do we have any brainiacs that are flat earthers? Cause I there's really no like chance. <laughs> <laughs> I really I want to talk do, there's to There's no way. I do too. I mean, I got to know. Maybe Did we you should see put there was a, a there was a, a, a 
a picture, whether it was on Instagram or Twitter, I don't know, of this girl. She's probably in college. She's laying on a beach, and she says some comment about, like, flat oh, earth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What was going on with that? So she's a conservative, I talk like, I don't know what you'd call her. She's just viral. Yeah. They call her the Kent State gun girl. Because she okay. open carries a gun all the time and like takes pictures with it, oh, trying to be she's a white girl and she could do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, check and your privilege. Yeah, she now is promoting this flat Earth ideology, oh and I I quote tweeted it and it was like, can someone get this person a library card? Yes, like, it's, it drives me crazy. Well, and it's so funny you say this because this is what started my my like deep dive last night my into Why? everything because when i was on oh, i don't know i was on instagram or something a video vsauce video that that video channel i was talking about there was a video saying is flat earth possible <laughs> like is a flat earth oh boy possible or something like that so i wasn't sure i was like wait a sec are they going to give me some weird science that tells me, like, why people should believe this? So, yeah. of course, I was fascinated, and I click it. And then, of course, it explains all the science behind why that's not possible. Like, for yeah. example, every single object over a certain size in space is round. You know of why? Course. Because with gravity, if it were flat, it would collapse in on itself. And it naturally forms a ball. Yeah, but see, facts are not right. strong. And, like, suit. they go through so many. There's, like, a million facts. Why? So then I saw this video, and then I had to click on every single one in the bottom below. And then I ended up, like, you know, hours later, and I've watched, like, 20 of these 13-minute videos. So, full circle, I feel man. like whenever I hear about the flat earth thing, it just makes me feel like I normally feel when I speak to my mom. Because <sighs> she's not a flat earther, but... She might as well be because pretty much everything she believes is wrong. And I'm always exhausted when I'm done talking to her because I get so tired of explaining basic stuff that we all just accept as true because whatever, that's her thing. She's just the opposite. And so it can feel like, I don't know what's the word, just exhausting. (sighs) That's all. Everyone can relate. Anyone that talks to their mom. Yeah, and it's really the opposite of what you and I have, where we have this curiosity yes. and this desire to learn more. Yeah. They're, like, totally okay, like, with not. Yep, they're good. They're tapped they're out good. on information. Like, really not even in the quest for it. And yeah. that is the thing I don't understand. Somebody referred to this period in time of history as... The endarkenment. Oh, gosh. I know. And I was like, that is exactly how it feels that we're at the opposite stage of the enlightenment where people are just denying truth and it's crazy. Oh, and then I think maybe, you know, there's like this desire to kind of, like if it's moving forward, if, if, ideas or whatever are moving forward too fast then yeah. maybe there's this natural inclined to push back like a pendulum something like that 
you know, where usually it goes really far in one direction. And then it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then it goes really far in the other direction. Fem- the feminist movement kind of flows yeah, like that. for sure. And, and I think maybe, ugh, it's scary to think that science would be the same when it's so fact-based. I mean, that's the whole nature of it. Ah, it's science because of that. Remember when you cried because you love the human spirit and then I convinced you that humans are the worst <laughs> during an episode? But inside of them is the potential. <laughs> I just have to find it. All right. On that note, let's wrap this party up. All right. It's always a pleasure, Sarah. Oh, always. And all you too, Brainiacs. With you too, Brainiacs. Leave us a five-star review. Subscribe. Do all that stuff that we love. We love you Yay, guys. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.